I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Adam Tuss has already made the trip. He joins us to describe the experience at 710 on Wall Street. The Dow picked up 36, but the Nasdaq was down 116, S&P down 24. Legendary actress Angela Lansbury dead at 96. And we're watching a lot of playoff baseball tonight. WTOP at 7 o'clock. Goodbye to a legendary actress. I'm Jessica Fletcher. G7 leaders promise further defense support for Ukraine and further economic costs for Russia. A smashing success for a NASA spacecraft. Changed the targeted asteroid's trajectory. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Five-time Tony Award-winning actress Angela Lansbury has died. She was 96. CBS's Matt Piper looks back at her seven-decade run on stage and screen. One of Angela Lansbury's early films was 1945's The Picture of Dorian Gray. Seven decades later, she appeared in Mary Poppins Returns. And you've forgotten what it's like. To hold a balloon. To be a child. And in between, she had time to become a Broadway sensation, as well as star in what may well be her most famous role. The crime-solving Jessica Fletcher on TV's Murder, She Wrote. Why was the body placed in that particular spot? Matt Piper, CBS News. Russia launches more missiles at cities in Ukraine. And President Volodymyr Zelensky makes an appeal to G7 leaders for more military help. I'm Stephen Portnoy. A joint statement from the G7 leaders promises further defense support for Ukraine and further economic costs for Russia. The White House says President Biden spent more than 90 minutes meeting virtually with his G7 counterparts, joined by Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Mr. Biden, in a tweet, vowed to hold Russia accountable for its war and support Ukraine for as long as it takes. Starting tomorrow, jurors will have to decide if Parkland, Florida school shooter Nicholas Cruz will receive the death penalty or life in prison for killing 17 people and wounding others. Prosecutor Mike Satz during closing arguments. Went into the campus in the 1200 building and was shooting everybody, every target he could find. And he definitely disrupted school function. Defense attorney Melissa McNeil. If we recognize what he really is, that brain-damaged, broken, mentally ill person, it becomes a human issue. And every human life has value. Mission accomplished for a NASA spacecraft that hit an asteroid two weeks ago. The DART spacecraft's mission was to crash into the asteroid to divert its path. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson. DART successfully changed the targeted asteroid's trajectory. That rock wasn't headed toward us, but DART's mission shows that, as science fiction has shown us for decades, it is possible in science fact to save the Earth if need be. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. Wall Street ends mostly lower. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. 7.03 on WTOP. It's Tuesday evening, October 11th, 2022. College Park at 69 degrees, dropping to the 50s later.
Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour, the world-famous case involving a Baltimore man convicted of murder more than two decades ago has been dismissed. We're talking about the saga of Adnan Syed, featured in season one of the popular podcast Serial. WTOP's Melissa Howell begins our team coverage with the city's top prosecutor detailing what led to the decision. Baltimore City State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby says Adnan Syed's DNA was excluded during a second round of testing connected to the 1999 murder of Heyman Lee. Justice over convictions is the mission and mantra of my office. Mosby declined to comment on any new suspect, but says the DNA of multiple contributors was obtained. Today, tomorrow, and until my administration ends, we will continue to utilize every available resource to prosecute whoever is responsible. The decision to look into the case was handled by her office's sentencing review unit, one of only a few in the country. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. I'm Mike Marillo. Today is a day that Adnan Syed and his loved ones have been waiting for for 23 long years. Assistant Maryland Public Defender Erica Suter is Adnan Syed's attorney. She says he is. Joyful. Um, he is still processing this. Suter says she understands it's a difficult day, though, for the family of the woman he was accused of killing. We extend our deepest sympathy to the family of Heyman Lee, and we join in the hopes that an investigation will bring them real answers in a sense of closure. Suter says it's too early right now to say if Syed will seek damages for being wrongfully imprisoned. And now that he's out, he plans to go back to college and has shown interest in becoming a lawyer. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Other news tonight, the teen curfew worked in Prince George's County, contributing to a drop in crime over the past month. So now county leaders say that curfew will not end just yet. Let's get the details from WTOP's John Doman. Calling it a success, Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrook says... That I will be extending the curfew for the remainder of this year. A few drew warnings over the initial 30-day period, but nobody was ever fined. And Alsobrook says the curfew helps parents and the community re-engage with kids and keep them out of trouble. Police Chief Malik Aziz says the stats back it up. During the curfew hours, our overall crime dropped 20%. Violent crime dropped 38%. Carjackings dropped 59%. Though they also say it's too early to directly attribute the curfew for that reduction. Our village worked together to make it happen and to remind everybody never, ever to bet against a Prince Georgian. In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. A Spotsylvania County school board member wants an investigation into adults cyberbullying students on social media. There was a long talk about this issue at a school board meeting last night. In a community Facebook page, a video was posted showing Spotsylvania students protesting Governor Glenn Youngkin's rollback of transgender student rights. Commenters lashed out at the students, with one suggesting parents should get their belts out, another claiming the students in the video will become broke, homeless, and drug addicted. The Department of Education doesn't watch over adults on social media, and one Spotsylvania board member said the board should not either. The board voted unanimously to denounce the recent cyberbullying, and it plans a formal proclamation next month. Now 706. How many D.C. pre-K through fifth graders are not caught up on their routine vaccinations? City leaders tonight say 24 D.C. public school families refuse to comply with the requirements. More than 1,000 other families are either waiting for paperwork to be approved or have agreed to make their kids' appointments to get those shots. 
D.C. Council Member Christina Henderson says the requirements are essential in keeping everyone safe. I, I hope that people are understanding like this, these efforts are not in vain. It literally is to protect our school community so that our kids can stay in school. Today was the deadline for elementary school students to be up to date on their vaccinations. Coming up after traffic and weather, NBC4's Adam Tuss is one of the few people in the world who has already taken a metro rail trip to Dulles Airport. We'll ask him what it felt like to first look out the train window and see the iconic airport terminal. Adam is just minutes away. It's 7.07. Going up? If so, you have the International Union of Elevator Constructors Local 10 to thank for that. IUEC Local 10 are go-to experts for elevators, escalators, and moving walkways. If you need your elevator or escalator project done right, on time, and on budget, go with IUEC Local 10, a proud supporter of helmets to hard hats. Get started at IUECLocal10.org. IUEC Local 10, because if it weren't for us, you'd take the stairs. Since 1943, WEPA has offered life insurance to civilian federal employees. Now, for a limited time, we're offering $100,000 in life insurance coverage, guaranteed. No medical exams, just your exclusive coverage. Applicants must be under 50 years of age and not already insured with WEPA. Visit waepa.org slash 100K to apply. WEPA. For feds, by feds. 708. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're back with Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, escalated a bit in Laurel on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Fire department now going southbound uh, near 197. The crash has been there for a while along the left side. And delays are starting just after Route 32, getting to 197 and squeezing by to the right. Northbound, the travel lanes are open. 95 is doing all right. Same with 270, but I-70 eastbound. Longstanding crash remains in Frederick. Eastbound 70 after I-270. You're getting by single file to the right around the truck crash, still unloading the cargo uh, from the tractor trailer that is still laying on its side under the bridge there. Meanwhile, Beltway traffic is starting to ease up. Brief slowdowns on the inner loop through Bethesda, Silver Spring. We're good to go on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Inner loop in Virginia, a little bit of slow traffic still getting up toward the American Legion Bridge. And a minor crash on the northbound George Washington Parkway uh, near Turkey Run, causing a bit of a slowdown. 66 eastbound in the Beltway, the crash is gone. And 95 slows from about Newington off and on over the Occoquan to 123. Beyond that, the pace is good. Bob Inley, WTOP Traffic. Here's Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford. Another beautiful night across the region. Fair skies. Lows will be in the 40 suburbs. We'll see lows in the lower 50s closer into the district. We'll turn partly sunny on Wednesday, but one more mild day. Highs will be in the low to mid-70s. We'll see some morning showers on Thursday. Then Thursday afternoon, rain heavy at times. And also a risk of some strong thunderstorms. It'll be a breezy day with a high near 70. Partly cloudy and breezy on Friday. Highs mid to upper 60s. Partly cloudy pleasant on Saturday. Highs low to mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenerford. Rockville 63, Ashburn 66, District Heights 67 degrees. And some parts of our area late tonight will be down into the 40s again in the suburban areas. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 710. You can't do it just yet, but pretty soon we will all be able to ride a Silver Line Metro train to Dulles Airport. Adam Tuss, transportation reporter with our news partners at NBC4, recently made that trip riding in the same rail car as Metro leaders. And Dimitri asked him, as corny as it may sound, did he get a little emotional 
as the train pulled up and he saw the Dulles Airport terminal out the train window. Yeah, you know, Dimitri, it was moving and that isn't corny, especially for a transportation nerd. You know, I was there when the decision was made to bring Metro to Dulles International Airport to continue it into Loudoun County, which it will do. There'll be two more stops after the airport stop that go into Loudoun County. And after all these years, after all the construction delays, after everything that this project has been through, uh, to see it talked about, voted on, funded, get to this point, and then to be one of the first people, yeah, to pull up to that iconic airport terminal, taking a look out the metro train, and then stepping off on the platform. Quite frankly, there are some of these transportation projects that you don't know if you're ever going to see them come to completion. So yeah, this was moving. That I don't think that's corny at all. I think for me, it was it was pretty amazing. And then also just to take a look at the platform itself, the airport station, about how it's going to be for passengers. Yes, yeah, certainly super cool for me. All right, for those of us who are always running late, you know, how much time is it going to take once you get off the train to get to the ticket counter? Yeah, well, this is one of the biggest questions that I get about the configuration of the Silver Line and its relation to the airport terminal there at Dulles. Those who have followed this project closely will remember there was a decision to actually take the station away from the terminal and move it, uh, you know, over on the other side of the parking bowl, over by the parking garages at Dulles International Airport. They did that as a serious cost-cutting measure. It saved hundreds of millions of dollars just for that simple alignment to move the train away from the the main terminal. A lot of people criticized it, but there are some people who will say, well, look, if we didn't make that cost-cutting move, then the Silver Line itself might not have ever come to completion. So that's kind of how they figured it out on that end. But from a perspective of a traveler who needs to get from the metro platform over to the main terminal, you're going to get off the train, go down a set of escalators, stairs, or elevators, uh, and then there's a moving underground walkway that will take you to the main terminal. should take about five to six minutes. That's if you're not walking on the moving walkway, so it could be uh, even quicker than that. But depending on if you have kids, if you have baggage, it could be a little bit of a hike, but better than not having the train to the airport at all. Adam, the Metro GM has not announced an opening date for this part of the Silver Line. Are there any estimates? Could we, for example, be able to ride Metro to Dulles for Thanksgiving? Well, Dimitri, when it comes to transportation projects, it is a tricky thing to do to put any sort of date or timeline on when something is going to open. But I would say it's looking very likely that you'll be able to take the Silver Line out to Dulles International Airport by Thanksgiving. Some of the sources that we've been talking to had always hinted at a Halloween time frame opening. Could be around the 31st, could be the first week of November. But as I talked to the Metro General Manager the other day, I said, you know, realistically, where are we? He says we're in the days and the weeks away from opening, not the months and years. So that should give you an indication. And he's also talking about a ribbon cutting and opening the line. So they're definitely in the final stages. As a matter of fact, to use a football analogy, uh, the Metro General Manager told us he's in the red zone when it comes to announcing an opening date for the Silver Line. That is NBC4 transportation reporter and WTOP alum, Adam Tuck. And once we do learn that start date for the Silver Line to Dulles, you know you'll hear all about it right here on WTOP. Coming up here, what's happening in playoff baseball tonight? And how is the commander's coach explaining his recent comments about starting QB Carson Wentz?
Stay with us tonight. Adventist Healthcare Fort Washington Medical Center is reimagining healthcare in Southern Prince George's County with primary care and advanced medical services for patients with diabetes, heart illnesses, and other conditions afflicting our community. Our top-rated specialty physicians provide world-class medical care close to home in our thriving community. In 2023, Adventist will open a new health destination at National Harbor in Oxon Hill. Our team is dedicated to the health and well-being of our community. Learn more at AdventistFWMC.com slash for you. Are you short on time but not on ambition? University of Maryland Global Campus can help. Start by transferring up to 90 credits from previous coursework, military, or work experience and apply them towards a bachelor's degree. Plus, we offer online and hybrid courses, affordable tuition, and personalized advising to help you reach your goals. Now's the time to succeed again. Undergraduate courses start October 19th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now Rob Woodfork. All right, bottom of the ninth inning in Houston. The Astros down to their final out, trailing the Seattle Mariners 7-5. to five. The rally began uh, with an eighth inning home run uh, off the bat of Alex Bregman. So uh, right now uh, looking to uh, get some similar magic here. And uh, they'll try to do so against the former Nationals prospect, Robbie Ray. Uh, minutes from first pitch in the Bronx between the Yankees and Guardians in the other ALDS Game 1. In the National League, the Phillies beat the Braves in Atlanta to take the early series lead. And later tonight, the Dodgers host the rival Padres. Julio Urias taking the 9:37 first pitch for L.A. Back home, the Washington Commanders getting ready for a trip to Chicago, but they need to mend some fences first. George Wallace has more from Ashburn. After putting his foot in his mouth yesterday, Ron Rivera apologized to the team and Carson Wentz this morning. Said it's on him, he should know better, and he had a bad day yesterday. Carson Wentz says he still feels confident, he's not worried about it, and ready to move on. Players also appreciate the fact that Ron Rivera has been up front with them. The last thing this team needs is another distraction. Getting set to go on the road to face a Bears team. Short week and on a four-game losing streak. Yeah, Wentz on the injury list with a throwing shoulder. He was limited at practice, but Rivera said his quarterback is just fine. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. Russian forces unleashed a fresh barrage of missiles on Ukraine one day after strikes that killed at least 19 people. G7 leaders meeting today promised Ukraine would get the help to fight Russia for as long as it takes. The Biden Justice Department is asking the U.S. Supreme Court to turn away an appeal in the Mar-a-Lago documents case. The filing is in response to the Trump legal team asking the justices to overturn a lower court ruling and to let a legal expert, the special master... To review about 100 classified documents the FBI seized from the former president's home. And Adnan Syed, whose legal saga became international news through the hit podcast Serial, is a free man. Baltimore prosecutors have dropped Syed's criminal case stemming from the 1999 killing of Hay Min Lee. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. Environmental groups are suing to stop the Beltway 270 toll lane project in Montgomery County. The federal suit claims the project is harmful, unnecessary, would increase air pollution and cost drivers millions of dollars in new tolls. And the Groups say the toll lanes still would not address the region's traffic problems. The advocacy groups say they're going after Maryland and the Federal Highway Administration because the environmental review was insufficient and filled with mistakes. The suit also says the project would threaten two nationally significant historic sites. One of them is an African-American cemetery in Cabin John. Now 718. It's traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's get back to Bob Imler in the traffic center. 
Baltimore-Washington Parkway, southbound, heavy and slow, beginning before 198. The crash remains along the left side, approaching 197 in Laurel. Very slow southbound, northbound. The travel lanes open. 95 is without delay both ways. And traffic on 270 in great shape, not so on I-70. The truck remains on its side, eastbound I-70 after 270, getting by single file to the right as they continue to offload the cargo there. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is good to go around the Beltway. Some brief volume delays here and there. In Virginia, northbound George Washington Parkway near Turkey Run. Believe that crash is already out of the roadway. On 95 south from before Lorton, still some delays over the Occoquan to 123. Beyond that, the pay is good 66 that is running without delay brief slowdown on the inner loop getting up to the american legion bridge where the pace picks up why trust just any mover to move your office only one mover moves only businesses office movers express go to move m move zero mx.com that's move zero mx.com bob inler wtop traffic now, Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Steneford. Another gorgeous night across the region. Fair skies and pleasantly cool. Lows of range from the 40s suburbs to lower 50s near the district. We'll turn partly sunny on Wednesday, but we'll stay mild as we get to a high in the low to mid-70s. Some morning showers on Thursday. We'll get a brief break. Then watch out for a risk of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Rain could be heavy tides. Some storms could be strong. Breezy with a high near 70. Partly cloudy, breezy, a bit cooler on Friday. Highs mid to upper 60s. Partly cloudy and pleasant on Saturday. Highs will be in the low to mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. Manassas at 59, Metro Center 65, Frederick 64. Some parts of our area could be down to the 50s and 40s. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, they are reviewing school names in part of our area. We'll fill you in. It's 720. At Cordia Partners, we help nonprofit organizations modernize their accounting technology and improve their finance operations so they can free up their resources to serve others. Our team becomes an extension of your team to help you accelerate your mission. My name is Jennifer Taylor. I'm the president and CEO of the Northern Virginia Technology Council. Our mission is to continue to accelerate tech innovation in our region and also provide opportunities for people to work in our thriving industry. Cordia helped NVTC modernize its accounting systems and move away from manual processes. Working with Cordia has enabled our back office operations to be more efficient, informative, and accurate. When we use technology for our operations, it frees up our human resources to focus on the things that matter in advancing our mission. Access the best accounting process, people, and technology to help your nonprofit succeed. Cordia, C-O-R-D-I-A, partners.com. Thank you for being here, 721. With a siloed approach to security, agencies often find they're unable to handle the changing nature of today's threat environment. To keep pace with dynamic attacks and ensure greater peace of mind, agencies are on the lookout for more centralized visibility and quick resolution of their security issues. Trellix is at the forefront of the XDR revolution, pioneering a brand new way to bring detection, response, and remediation together in a single living security solution. Learn more about XDR. Visit Trellix.com. D.C. Sports Huddle listeners, want to put your pro football picking skills to the test? Visit MGM National Harbor to play Beat the Book at any of our BetMGM kiosks. Get more picks correct than our book, and you could win a share of $15,000 in free play. Each week, visit between Tuesdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. to participate in this free-to-play game. And if you're searching for a great game-watching destination, check out Tap Sports Bar for music, food, and drink specials every Sunday. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or 1-800-GAMBLER. This is WTOP News. 722. 
Tonight, Loudoun County School Board is talking about school names that may have a Confederate or segregationist association, among other topics. School district staff members are recommending the board review 10 school names that may have an association with Confederate leaders, the Confederate cause, or Virginia's history of racial segregation. Most of those are elementary schools. A lawsuit over the future of a removed Robert E. Lee monument in Charlottesville is moving ahead. WTOP's Acacia James has details. Last year, the monument was removed and donated to the Jefferson School African American Heritage Center, which planned to melt it down and transform it into a piece of art. The Ratcliffe Foundation and the Trevelyan Station Battlefield Foundation are suing the city to stop the center's plan. On Monday, a judge set a one-day non-jury trial for February 1st in the case. The Lee Monument has been in an undisclosed location, and the judge also ruled that the Jefferson Center must reveal to the plaintiff's lawyers where it is, and any expert witnesses must be allowed to inspect it. Acacia James, WTOP News. Remembering Angela Lansbury, the five-time Tony Award-winning actor who kicked up her heels in the Broadway musicals Mame and Gypsy and solved endless murders as crime novelist Jessica Fletcher in the long-running TV series Murder, She Wrote, has died at 96. CBS News correspondent Matt Piper looks back at the characters that Angela Lansbury brought to life. One of Angela Lansbury's early films was 1945's The Picture of Dorian Gray. Seven decades later, she appeared in Mary Poppins Returns. And you've forgotten what it's like. To hold a balloon. To be a child. And in between, she had time to become a Broadway sensation, as well as star in what may well be her most famous role. The crime-solving Jessica Fletcher on TV's Murder, She Wrote. Why was the body placed in that particular spot? Matt Piper, CBS News. Lansbury died at her home in Los Angeles today, according to a statement from her three kids. Buckingham Palace has announced that Britain's King Charles III will be crowned May 6th of next year in a coronation at Westminster Abbey. Not many details about the ceremony are known yet, but British media outlets report that the guest list will be pared down to 2,000, suggesting a less extravagant coronation than Queen Elizabeth's nearly 70 years ago. Money News 25 and 55. Let's go to Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Workers at an Amazon warehouse in Southern California are looking to join the union drive at the company. About 800 employees in Moreno Valley, east of L.A., have filed paperwork with the National Labor Relations Board to hold a union vote. In a positive sign for the airline industry, American says third quarter sales will likely top earlier estimates. Several airlines are reporting unexpected strength in post-Labor Day leisure travel and a pickup in business trips. Renewed selling in tech shares drove Wall Street mostly lower. Only the Dow managed a small gain after rising more than 1% during the session. Dow Industrials rose 36, the S&P lost 24, the Nasdaq fell 116. Fears of an economic slowdown overshadowed the prospect of tighter supplies, sending oil lower for a second day. Crude lost nearly 2%, ending below $89.5 a barrel. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, the very latest on the war in Ukraine. More missiles fired at Ukraine today. 726. Money News brought to you by Gramophone.com. Get outdoor ready with Gramophone. For the best smart lighting, shading, music, and entertainment systems, you've got to visit the hottest showrooms in Gaithersburg and Columbia or Gramophone.com. When you're buying a new home, Cap Center has you covered with a collaborative mortgage and realty team and zero closing costs. We've got everything you need under one roof. Well, except boxes. And you'll need boxes. 
Having everything in-house allows us to cover traditional closing costs and guarantee you a pain-free experience. From start to finish, we work for you, just like we worked for Ron McCready. As an IT manager, communication is important to me. From the beginning, Cap Center was up front and gave me the savings and responsive service I expect. I will certainly work with them again. When you're ready to shop for your